How many of you ever have had trouble enjoying the day that you're in because you're, you're thinking about or stressing about a day that is yet to come? Does anybody struggle with that from time to time or is it just me? Okay, a lot of us, we, we, we struggle to fully participate in the day that we're in because of stress or worry or a, a day that's coming up. For some of us here today, this is the struggle of our lives. Worry, anxiety, there's always an underlying sense of dread about the future or worry about the future that, that robs us of today. You're not supposed to worry about the future. I know that seems difficult, especially for young people, but the thing that I've began to really master is not to worry about tomorrow. There's absolutely nothing you can do about tomorrow, nothing. You don't even know what's gonna happen tomorrow. You don't know how it's gonna go. When you put worry into a tomorrow, you're putting a burden on yourself that you're not built to carry. God designed us to live today. Lord's Prayer says, give us this day our daily bread. And I ask you nothing about tomorrow because he wants us to live in today. As a matter of fact, living in today is plenty enough. He broke it down into two pieces. He got the daytime and he got the nighttime. The daytime you put in all your work and at night you rest. That's your day. If you worry about tomorrow, it accomplishes nothing. You know how many times I've worried about tomorrow and then when I got there, tomorrow was completely different than I thought it was gonna be. And all of that worrying was for nothing. Jesus said, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Think about it. The past exists only as mere memory. The future exists only in the imagination. Only the present exists in true reality. So why do we ruin the only moment of existence we have by pulling trouble from non-existent places like the past and the future? If you live in the past and you live in the future, you're allowing two thieves to rob your life. But if you live in the present, the Bible says that God is sufficient for every day. There's a wonderful verse in Deuteronomy 33:25. Here's what it says. As your days, so shall your strength be. I love that verse. That means, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen on Wednesday or Thursday. I got this and that and all that. But all I know is this. For this day, I got the strength you want me to have. As my days so shall my strength be. I live on that. I mean, I've I got so much stuff going on in my life right now. If I wanted to sit back and worry, I could be a professional worrier. But I chose not to do that. Here's what I've learned. I don't know how God's going to deal with tomorrow, but I know he's sufficient for today. And I'm going to rest in the promise that he has always kept. He's never, ever outpromised himself. It's not tomorrow that's coming. It's not whatever's happened in the past but it is where you are right now that God gives you. Every day and breath that you've got, you've got it for right now. That's why God calls it a present. It's a gift from him that you've got. I may not make it till tomorrow. I'm, I know I've made it from yesterday. But folks, where you are right now, you can live. And Lord, 
help me to live just one day at a time. Remember this. As your days, so shall your strength be. You're alive right now. Enjoy the blessings of the Lord. I can always enjoy the delights of this day, even though I don't understand everything that God is doing, uh, because life can be unpredictable. So enjoy today and don't worry about what might happen because you can't control the future, but you can enjoy today. Worry keeps a lot of people from enjoying life like they should. They're always worrying about what's going to happen. Is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Corey Tim Boone said, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. None of us know what the future is, but I know who holds tomorrow and I know who holds my hand. So I'm not going to be concerned about that. I'm going I'm to do what the Bible says. I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to believe God and come out on the other side rejoicing and enjoying life. Worry doesn't drain tomorrow of its sorrow. It drains the day of its strength, said Corrie Ten Boom, and she's right. In fact, I like the way the New Living Translation puts this verse. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. That's good stuff. Very well translated. The secret to not worrying is to live one day at a time. We've got to stop worrying because it's unbearable. Because when you worry, you tend to borrow from tomorrow. Jesus says, don't do that. Don't worry about tomorrow. And although Jesus doesn't say this directly, it's, it's almost implicit. People borrow from tomorrow. That's bad. And then they steal from yesterday. So they bring in the fears of tomorrow and they bring in the regrets of yesterday into today and it makes it unbearable. They end up carrying too many burdens. And this is the lesson Jesus wants to teach us. You can't live happily two or three days at a time. Anxiety is all about getting ahead of God. It's getting ahead of time, in other words, right? It's on Monday trying to figure out all the what-if catastrophic situations on Thursday and Friday. In fact, you're trying to handle a day or two days more than you should. Corey Tenboon said this, anxiety is carrying tomorrow's low with today's strength. Carrying two days, in other words, at once. It's moving into tomorrow ahead of time. Anxiety doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Isn't it interesting that in the context of worry and anxiety, Jesus talks about our relationship with the day. And I would like to say that there are many people in this room, and one of the reasons anxiety and fear might be intensifying in your life is because you are trying to live multiple days at once. And you can't. You are worked up about things that A, may never happen, and B, you may not even be there for them to happen to you. You have now. Are you here? Are you here? Are you somewhere five, 10 years ago? Are you somewhere five, 10 days ago? 
Are you somewhere five days from now or are you here? Here's what I love about God. He's so cool. He's like, I'm going to teach you about today. And he says, um, it's not the most encouraging teaching on today. You notice he's like, he's like, listen, today's got a ton of trouble. So I just kind of focus on today because tomorrow's going to have trouble too. But I love this. He's like, tomorrow will take care of itself. Which is another way of saying like, guys, that's what I do. I'm in the future. I'm in the past. And I'm in the present. You can't be. You won't be. And if you try to be, you're going to be worried. I just got to take it a day at a time. Somebody, some of you want to be great. Jesus just wants you to be great today. Some of you want to be married 22 years. Jesus just wants to help you be married today. Some of you want to have kids. Jesus just wants you to be content today. The way to go a long way is just be here today. Here's what I know about Jesus. He will give you the strength to be who you are today. We're not talking about tomorrow. For when tomorrow comes, it will be today. Today needs my focus. Today needs everything I've got. I need to be my best for today because tomorrow isn't even guaranteed and it's got plenty of troubles for there. So, So he's saying, don't let the worries of tomorrow rob you of the joy and the focus and the opportunity of today. But the problem with you is, and sometimes with me, we pick fights with tomorrow. And we exhaust ourselves fighting tomorrow's battles and we drain ourselves of today's strengths. We import tomorrow's troubles into today and, and, and there's no grace for that. We have no strength for that. That's why we've said for generations, don't cross that bridge till you get to it. But we cross bridges that are 5 and 10 and 15 miles down the road. We've got to live one day at a time. Deuteronomy 33, 25, write it down. As your days, so shall your strength be. God's grace is a bit like manna in the wilderness. He gives us enough for the day we're in. You can't store it. You can't hoard it. That's why I like the words of uh, Paul Powell. There are two days out of every week we can never, we must learn never to worry about. Just two, one is yesterday and the other is tomorrow. Yesterday has passed and gone forever. Tomorrow has not yet arrived and is as far beyond our control as yesterday. That leaves only today for us to live and struggle through. Anyone can fight the battles of today. Any woman can carry the burdens of one day. Any man can resist the temptations of one day. And that's true. Live one day at a time. Only one person knows what's going to happen tomorrow. And that is God. It's very clear in Scripture that God is the one who is in control of your tomorrow. But we need to be careful that we don't focus on the past too much or the future. But focus on where you're at today. Tomorrow belongs to God. I know you're scared. The times are shaky. The odds are set against you. And I know you're worried. And I know you're scared. 
I'm not saying you won't go through tests. I'm not saying you won't go through trials. I'm not saying you're going to get everything you want. But I'm telling you that God has an expected end for your life and that his thoughts are good towards you and not evil. And whatever comes and whoever goes, God is still going to bless you. And you stop worrying about your future. Tomorrow belongs to God. Are you tired and worn out? Is that you? Are you pushing yourself too hard for too long? Are you deep down tired and exhausted? The Bible word for that is weary. Maybe you're caring for a aging parent who's sick, or you're a single mom balancing school, work, kids. Maybe you don't have the time or the money to take a real break. Adding that to your already busy life has you missing sleep and feeling stressed. You have to work overtime or a, a second job to make ends meet. Every area in your life has stress. Marriage, family, work, school. You're worn out and exhausted with no end in sight. Stress is a killer. I wonder what brings the most stress into your life. Is it your family? Maybe some friend? Maybe it's your job? Maybe it's your health? Maybe it's the direction of our nation. But when you look around, there's just stress everywhere. This is a time and a period of great stress. And people are feeling it. And they're bearing it and then going to all kinds of means to eliminate it in their life, and yet it doesn't work. Anything to get rid of this feeling that we have, that uh, somehow it's bearing us down and grinding us down, and we're looking for an escape. And it's interesting that none of the things that we've come up with has any escapement to it. So what do you do? Is there an answer? Is there hope? Jesus knew what you would face. He understood weariness and fatigue, so he offered a way out, a beautiful promise found in Matthew chapter 11. Listen to the words of Jesus who said, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. See, now, that's a phrase you don't hear very often, if ever in today's world, take my yoke or yoke. In order to really understand that promise, we've got to figure out what it means. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, you know what a yoke is. A yoke is a wooden crossbeam that is designed for ox, oxen to pull so that two can pull as a team with far more power than if two were separate and were pulling. And so he used that as a symbol for us, as an analogy. And he said, you need me right beside you to go through life. 
You need me on one side of that thing and you get in the other. Do not get in that by yourself. Do not get in a single yoke, Jesus is saying. You'll be crushed. Get in a double yoke and I will always be with you and I will walk with you every step of the way. You put your head in one side, I'll put my head in one side and I promise I will do more than my fair share of pulling more than my side and more than my weight. Jesus said, come to me. Place yourself in the yoke. Choose to join to me. Connect yourself to me. I won't place unnecessary burdens on you. I won't be mean or cruel. When you get here alongside me, I will do the pulling for you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. When you yoke yourself to Jesus, you move at his speed instead of your own. He does the striving. He does the pulling. He does the hard work. It's arriving on time, his time, not ahead of him or behind him, but beside him. When you come near the end of your strength, you're nowhere near the end of mine because my strength never ends. So give me your weakness and your weariness. Come to me with your tiredness and fatigue. I'll replace it with a strength that is way beyond your own because in your weakness, I am strong. The reason I'm stressed is because I'm carrying things that God never asked me to carry. I'm worrying about things that God never asked me to worry about. I'm carrying the wrong yoke. When life is too heavy, when you don't have the capacity, when there are no answers for the problem you have, come to me, Jesus says. And in me, you're going to find rest. How? He tells us, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And you and I in this moment want to say, is that even possible? Here's what I love about Jesus as he begins this invitation to you and me, is he says, hey, come to me, all you that are weary and burdened. You get that Jesus doesn't say, hey, you know, no, actually life's not that hard. You shouldn't be stressed. No, he says, hey, life is hard. Life is hard. You're, you're going to find yourself in moments where you are just absolutely weary, where what you're having to carry is greater than your capacity to carry it. Come unto me, all of you who are weary, Life's hard, and life heaps unfairness on what is already hard. And Jesus doesn't minimize that. He says, hey, all of you, all of you who find life too much, you find the burden more than you can carry, come to me, because I'm willing to offer rest. And I do the part that I'm supposed to do. And then when my ability and capacity becomes insufficient, it's in that moment that God's sufficiency fills in the rest. 
See, it's, it's in that moment that I go, look, I don't have to stress on that problem to work because when, when all of my strength and when all of my intellect and wears out, that's when Jesus' capacity, his ability and his strength kicks in. That's the wonder of being paired with him. Stop trying to navigate your problem in your own capacity. You're wearing the wrong yoke. If you would come join my yoke, then when we reach the limit of your ability, that's when my ability would step in for you. That's why you can say, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that is God will not give you more than what He can handle. Have you noticed I didn't say you can handle? Why? Because He expects you to do your life with Him. That's why what I wanted to say is this, God will not let you have more than what He can handle. That in the midst of my struggles, in the midst of my problems, if I know that God is with me, then I don't need to be stressed about my problems. Let me just say this again. In the midst of whatever's going, I don't care how dark it is, I don't care how broken it is, I don't care how big it is, if in the midst of my struggles, if I can live with the absolute confidence that God is there with me and that God is bigger than my problems, then I don't have to live with stress. If God is with you, it's okay. Y'all, there's no if, no ands, no buts about it. Life is just going to happen. And here's the thing. I'm just trying to get some of you to see that if you have this faith, if you, if you really believe in this God and you know that God is with you, instead of stressing out about the stuff that comes your way, act like you know He's with you. Walk with a godly confidence. Walk by faith and not by sight. We need God in our life. And as Christian people, the promise of God is this. I will be with you. And God is with you. God is with you in the, in, the, in the things that you face. So much of what we think is important, so much of what we put value on, will come and go. Will come and go. Things that today we think are so important, so stressful, so crushing to us, will come and go and we will get to the other side. Life is this journey where we are stepping forward. Life is this journey when we are stepping forward, where we're moving through and things come and they go. One step at a time. Day by day, you've got to walk. Read the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians talks about us being in the heavenlies. Yes, it does, but it also mentions seven times that the Christian life is a walk. We're to walk day by day. Do you know what victory is? Victory is getting breakfast for the kids in the morning, dressing the children, getting them off to school. Victory is going to work. It's cleaning the house. It's, it's, it's daily Bible study. It's your quiet time. It's prayer. It's visiting the sick. It's being sweet to your wife. It is all day, every day, hot day, cold days, dull days, bright days, good days, bad days, walking the Christian life. 
So when Jesus says, put my yoke on, he doesn't mean when you feel like it. He means all day, every day, throughout life, in every season, because that is when you're going to most need it. Every time you have it on is when you will most need it. That's how we avoid being crushed. Instead, with Jesus, we are fine.